Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because I shared with you a results model. So if you are not happy with the results you are experiencing in your life and relationships, listen to last week's episode. This week, we are going to talk about uncertainty and how we can embrace the power that comes with uncertainty. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today and to talk through a topic that is huge in our world, um, this notion of uncertainty. And we experience uncertainty or the unknowns in our life every day if not multiple times in a day. It is in our world. It is in our immediate family, our extended family. It is something that we're dealing with in our marriage, with our parenting, at work, with finances, in the environment in which we live. You know, I know for us, COVID, we're still working towards a peak. And so we're constantly adjusting to what is going to be normal for the next period of time on a regular basis. So this is the world we live in is all around uncertainty. And when we are experiencing uncertainty, it will feel like we'll have these feelings of anxiety, worry, fear, stress, um, and overwhelmment. So if these are feelings that you experience on the regular, I would highly encourage that you stay tuned to this podcast, this episode, and take notes, because I'm going to talk through this in, in greater detail. And here's the truth of the matter. We have two choices when dealing with uncertainty. We can continue our path on our human nature of a confused mind or an irrational mind, or we can embrace our divine nature and work on cultivating a sound mind. So these are the two, th- the two types of minds we have. We have a confused mind, which truly is driven out of our human nature, or we have a sound mind, which comes into when we are living in alignment with our divine nature in this human experience that we're um, all having. Remember, I say that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And if we are wanting that human and that spiritual side to really be in alignment, this is cultivating a sound mind, especially with all of the uncertainty in the world that we have today. So how do we cultivate a sound mind? I am going to share with you four steps to do this. Step one is we need to keenly be aware of our thoughts and the feelings they invoke. Why is this so important? 
It is because it is from our feelings that we take action. It is not because of the thought that we have. It is the thought that invokes a feeling where we take action and we have a result. And if we're not happy with the results that we're living in, we got to figure out what's going on between the ears because this truly is the work that we have in this life. So again, step one, keenly aware of our thoughts and the feelings which they invoke. Step two, to cultivate a sound mind. We need to normalize the discomfort. You might've heard me talk about this before because it is one of the steps in a strategy that I shared on a prior episode, but normalizing the discomfort is huge because discomfort is normal. We don't know what we don't know. There is a ton of uncertainty that comes with this life, all of which cause our human nature to experience discomfort. And we can allow that to take over and stay in that human nature side of us and really live in that confused mind and experience more anxiety, worry, fear, stress, and overwhelmment. Or we can cultivate this sound mind and really work on aligning with our divine nature. So in order to normalize discomfort, we need to call it what it is. What is the discomfort we are experiencing? Name it, give it a name, whatever that is. If I'm dealing with math with one of my children, you know, the discomfort is struggling with math, right? This is a struggle in this moment. It will not be the future because We don't know what we're doing yet. Those three letters of that word, Y-E-T, yet, is foundational and um, something we use often in the Porter home. You know, when we're saying this is hard or this is challenging or this is, you know, I'm not good at this yet because it takes time to master anything, especially what goes on between our ears. So name the discomfort and know that we don't know what we're doing yet, or we don't know if this is going to work yet. But when we are looking back three months from now, six months from now, and looking back, we are going to see that, wow, yeah, it might've been uncomfortable, but because we took action, we gained experience, we learned, we pivoted, we, we shifted where we needed and tweaked and made adjustments. Now we are where we are. We are beyond that and we know we're capable of pushing through discomfort. Okay, I'm going to plug here real quick, children. When we protect them from life, from uncertainty, from the unknowns, we are not serving them. We are not. We are doing a disservice of parents when we think, oh, we don't want them to feel fear or worry or um, anxiety is not an okay emotion or feeling too stressed or overwhelmed. Oh, you can't feel that. Let me take this away. Let me put this on me so you don't experience that. What happens is when they leave their our home, and they will, they are not prepared to navigate life without you. And they're constantly coming back because the world is too big, too scary, too unknown. And so this is why we as parents need to teach, to um, model, to uh, be a resource to them that they trust and know that they are loved unconditionally while we're helping them navigate their life as they allow our help, right? We can't just take over and protect because 
They won't be able to navigate the life when things get hard. And let me tell you, I would much rather as a parent have my children experience the hard things in my home than when they are older outside of my home and I have less influence with them. Well, I I don't know if I will because I'm building that rapport with them as they're now young and little. Um, So hopefully that the rapport will still be there. So they will still want to um, maybe be influenced Um, But showing up in a way that is serving them and teaching them and having the hard conversations at the age-appropriate levels is what we as parents need to do. This is their life, and they need to be able to navigate it, and we need to give them the tool sets, the skill sets, the experiences, because we learn through experience, good or bad, right or wrong, positive or negative. We learn through our experiences, and it helps shape us and um, create who we are becoming. So protecting them from that is only doing a disservice. So step one, keenly aware of our thoughts. Step two, normalize the discomfort. Step three is focus your attention. Where your focus goes, your energy will go as well. And we are in control of what we focus on, what it means, and what we do about it. That is within our control. We need to focus our attention because whatever it is focused upon, we will experience. That is a truth. Our mind is that powerful that whatever its focus is on, you will experience more of that. Make sure you are staying guardian of your mind. And this is how you cultivate that sound mind. It takes the awareness of the thoughts and um, the feelings it invokes. And it takes intentional focus on the thoughts that we have that we want to be experiencing. I'm going to share here an empowering question that you can ask yourself. What is within your control and what do you want to experience? Those two question are, questions are going to serve you as you're navigating your life. We can't take on the world problems. We can't take, you know, what's going on outside of us, external to us, into our world internal. Otherwise, we're just continuing to compound that human nature of a confused mind. We need to examine what's going on external to us, identify what is within our control, and take action from that place of building the life, creating the life that we want to experience. And that this is how we do it. Step four is take action from the upward spiral only. So I'm going to ask here, how do we get from the downward spiral to the upward spiral? We hold to hope. Our faith is powered by our hope. And when we live in hopelessness, it will keep us stuck and even regress our progress of becoming who we're meant to be in this life. Faith is needed to overcome and accomplish anything. And when we have faith, we know that we can take action and course correct when needed. Are we going to do everything perfectly? No, 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 no. And if you hear the outro on this, it's, you know, this life is about progress, not perfection. So drop your white knuckle grip on perfection. Know you're learning and growing and becoming just like our children. We're going to have different experiences that expand us. 
Or we can shelter, you know, not really live the life because we're building walls of protection. And I promise you, because I've lived that life, it does not feel good and it did not serve me. You don't experience life as you actually can. Faith gives us our ability to become centered. That's the first thing we have to do is really center ourselves, heart-centered. And when we are in that place, we can navigate life even in the midst of our pain and in spite of our fear. And that's huge. And that's only possible through our faith. And I'm going to I'm going to share I know I've shared this with you before, but you know the source of my faith is God the Father and his son Jesus Christ. Like that is the source of my faith. And so as I am cultivating that relationship there, I am strengthening my faith muscle and I'm telling you my hope expands beyond the possibility that my mind is even capable of comprehending. And it feels amazing. Faith provides us certainty. When you have faith, everything is certain because you know it's happening for you and not to you. Life happens for us, not to us. And that's huge. And I know this through my faith. Faith has the power to keep us immovable and unwavering, even through chaotic times in like the world we're living now. Because of my faith, I have developed a strong muscle and a deep belief that everything in my life is happening for a reason and a purpose, and it will serve me. Whether I'm creating new habits or a new skill, it will serve me as I choose to learn from my experiences, to grow and to expand, which is all part of the becoming process. And I embrace it. And it helps me cultivate that sound mind. There are so many things that we could even dive in deeper into this. Um, but I just want to quickly review, review the four steps. So step one, be keenly aware of your thoughts and the feelings they invoke. Step two, normalize the discomfort. Step three, focus your attention. And step four, take action from the upward spiral through hope and faith. Those two words are connected and That is how we continue to cultivate that sound mind. I just want to invite you again. I I spend more time in my group on these things. You can actually pose questions to me in my Facebook group. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, I encourage you to do so. Um, It's Enlightened Relationships with Lindsay K. Porter. So go check that group out on Facebook because I'd love to continue to serve you there. Um, Your call to action this week is... When you find yourself surrounded in uncertainty, I want you to leverage these four steps to really cultivate a sound mind. Uncertainty is the experience we get to have to strengthen the sound mind. And it is a way in which we can see it or ignore it and continue to live in that confused mind. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming 
Enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.